0: Welcome to the Guildhall School Events Podcast. Today we're joined by Head of Keyboard at the School of Ronan O'Hara, along with Piano Professor Charles Owen. Both Ronan and Charles will be taking part in the Piano Extravaganza on Tuesday the 5th of May in Milton Court Concert Hall. So welcome to you both. Um, Thank you. Ronan, this is a piano extravaganza, which sounds a lot of fun. Um, but what exactly is happening on the night?
1: Well, the the genesis for this uh, project came because we were doing uh, a two piano project with the students, curated by Noriko Ogawa, which will actually that will that will come to uh, its its performance fruition the night before our concert on on May the fourth, and they we thought the the two piano repertoire we don't feel. Always gets the full attention that it should here, like for, largely just for reasons of time or practicality, having enough rooms to do pianos, in. but it is something we want to do more of and we thought something that would be a, a nice highlighting of that would be to uh, celebrate the fact that many of us on the faculty have uh, at times uh, with other faculty members had very enjoyable um, piano performances of duos, some more, I mean Charles and Katya play a lot together as a duo. Sometimes it's it's more fleeting, uh, but equally pleasurable. Um, but we thought it'd be fun to try and put all that together in one, uh, as you say, extravaganza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Charles, you're performing on the night. Um, are you looking forward to performing with some of your some of your peers and colleagues? Maybe you don't get a chance that often anymore.
2: Well, um, very much so. I mean, as Ronan just mentioned, I'm going to be performing with Katya Pekisheva and she and I have been great friends for a long time. We studied with the same teacher at the Royal College of Music 20 years ago now, I have to say, <laughs> with uh, the late, great Irina Zaritskaya. And uh, so we have quite regular concerts throughout the year. But what's particularly special about this one for us, um, first of all, it's the, I think the first time Katia has appeared as a member of faculty in a, in a faculty concert. And we're also joined for the Bartók two piano and percussion sonata by two percussion alumni, uh, George English and Pedro Segundo. So we are a bit of a team for the Bartók and then it'll just be the two of us for Brahms Haydn variations.
0: And so what are the other combinations of faculty members that are taking part? Well,
1: we the, the, basically, uh, Martin Roscoe and I are taking turns mm. to play with uh, Noriko Ogawa uh, and to to perform with each other. So uh, Martin and I will start the evening with the Mozart uh, Sancto for Two Pianos, then, Charles and Katia will do the botok Sonata for two pianos and percussion, which is an extraordinary and unique piece mm-hmm. in the repertoire, really mm-hmm. one, one of the great masterpieces of the repertoire. Um, then, Noriko and I will finish the first half with Ravel's own transcription of La Valte's for two pianos, which again is always a wonderful uh, wonderful piece. Then, we'll, we'll all recover with an interval. And then, in the second half, Charles and again will play Another of the great masterpieces is very, very different, which is the the Brahms-Haydn variations, which again exists in. Many of these pieces, often for composers, exist in orchestral form and two-piano form. Um, It's I think the reason for that is often that the two-piano medium is a, a form in which composers find it very helpful to sort of condense an orchestral uh, landscape in their mind. It, mm. You need sometimes the extra two hands, as it were, that on, on the on the pianos and the extra piano to flesh out completely an orchestral an orchestral texture. And speaking of that, the final piece in the evening is what we primarily know as one of the great orchestral masterpieces of the 20th century, the Stravinsky Rite of Spring, but in a version that Stravinsky himself wrote, which was originally planned for Four Hands at One Piano, but is uh, becoming at least probably as commonly played on two pianos. There are, uh, I mean, the, the... Concert we're doing will all be two pianists at two pianos. Of course, there's a whole other great, interesting stream of repertoire for two pianists at one piano, for the, the, the piano duet repertoire, which we'll we'll have to plan another extravaganza, of <laughs> course, to, to to explore that. But um, it's it's a it's a wonderfully varied program, I think
0: do you ever get four pianists at
1: two pianos we had for Joan Havel's celebration concert we had four pianists at one piano in the end <laughs> in the uncle, with, with, and one of them was Paul Lewis which is not, not the situation you see Paul Lewis in very often so that's the faculty, faculty concerts are always always memorable occasions
0: <laughs> um so, in terms of the repertoire, who, who chooses that? Is that you, as head of keyboard, or do people bring their own?
1: Well, these these things are kind of uh, they, they they come into they come into being through a sort of process of discussion and 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 seeing what will work practically. Obviously, we're all so busy at times that we have to try and do things that sensibly dovetail into uh, other things we've just done. Charles and Catch as we were saying earlier play a lot together, so it was natural to have to great pieces that they are used to performing. Um, Noriko and I did La Valz in Japan a couple of years ago in a two piano concert. Martin and I did the Mozart Sonata. I now realize nearly (laughs) 20 years ago, uh, (laughs) it seemed recent until I looked at it again. And realised that. And I've also done that with Noriko. It's very common for pianists to find that they have, in festivals and things, have had sort of, of, as I say, fleeting but very memorable uh, experiences of playing with each other. It's, It's not something that any of us do a lot, um, which in a way is one of the things that makes it particularly special and fun. It's very different as a You can spend so much of your life alone that the things that break that up are very welcome. So it was a question of trying to, to get a, a, a reasonable balance of what everyone would like. And of course, with these programs, they usually are a bit longer than the norm. And I think that's probably a good description of this. It's it's it, it's it's not a short program, but it, we promise it won't be a grueling gruelingly long one. It'll 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 be over in a
0: flash. <laughs> and there is a bar, and there is an interval. There is indeed both of, both of those. Yeah. So Charles, obviously, you play with cats quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you get a lot of chance to rehearse for this, or do you just sort of throw it together on the day because you're you both so good? Um,
2: well, I... The yes, exactly. <laughs> (laughs) There's always a lot of rehearsal and I'm lucky that I have two grand pianos um, to work on at home so that makes a big difference and we are constantly trying to find more every time we perform together we're always trying to dig deeper into the pieces however well we know them and one should never take anything for granted Uh, you think oh yes I know this is fine we've done this before and it's all of a sudden something catches you out so I mean, the thing we haven't mentioned yet is that the the synchronisation between two pianists uh, is a huge challenge and uh, one has to—it's rather like a quartet in a different way. One has to constantly work at that synchronisation and uh, just tuning into each other's sounds. And another thing I want to mention about the two piano—it's if you've played a pianist has worked with singers or string players or woodwind, would, um, so often the label accompaniment gets stuck on the piano part, even when it's clearly not, when it's clearly an equal part. Whereas in two pianos, no one can ever say that one piano is um, uh, lesser than the other. It's absolute. Dialogue it's an absolute equal partnership and uh, yeah there are moments when one piano comes to the fore the other slightly takes the Back seat. I think particularly in the Mozart, it's beautifully democratic the way it's written. Mm. So that's important, I think. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I, I think I think exactly those points Charles makes are, are so true. And also, I think, and this is an interesting thing, why we're so delighted to be doing it at Milton Court, because you need you need a good hall for two mm. pianos. I mean, you need a good hall for everything, but you, two pianos is a medium that to work well, you, you you need you need two good pianos, you need two good pianos, and you need a hall that can accommodate both, mm-hmm. and really show both to advantage, mm-hmm. because so much is about particular kind of precision of sound, as Charles was saying, how the two, these two seemingly um, independent sound worlds come together and merge, mm-hmm. uh, and ideally, although at times in the repertoire, composers will always use the kind of the visceral excitement of... A kind of oppositional energy, but but equally at times they are very very concerned to achieve a kind of organic fusion. And as Charles says, that that for pianists is one of the hardest things to do because the nature of attack on the piano means that it's harder to breathe together in exactly the same way as a string players would. Even though know, that's what we are, that's what we're striving for all mm. the time. Yeah. And you
0: mm-hmm. mentioned Nelson Course So we're very lucky to have. A uh, brand Indeed. new state of the art venue over there. Absolutely. Um, obviously, you teach a lot over in Silk Street, where mm. we are at the moment, mm. in our sort of 1970s inspired Barbican um, practice mm-hmm. rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> do you get a lot of chance to perform in the, in the concert hall, or will, will this be a sort of first? Well, I think few... the first
1: thing to say, just following on from your point, is that we also get the chance, n- not often, but, but but increasingly regularly, to teach in Milton Court. You know, some performance classes happen. That. That's, that's enormously important for the students because. Learning to really inhabit a space like that is an extraordinary addition now to what the students can experience at Guildhall, mm-hmm. and a Great Hall, and I think you know Milton Court could, can genuinely claim to have that that uh, accolade. Um, is not necessarily one that makes everything easier; it just makes a lot more possible. Mm-hmm. And so you have to learn how to how to work in it, how to inhabit it. And so, firstly, that the teaching it is is a great privilege and one that we are, we are working in every possible sort of practical way to, to make sure it can happen as often as it reasonably can. But also, as you say, suddenly having the addition of a world-class hall um, does make the whole uh, ex- experience of planning and giving concerts and the, and the whole uh, internal concert and recital series we run, that's obviously given that a whole extra um, Level of attention and uh, and it's it's a huge challenge and a huge inspiration. So we've all, I think, accepting Katya, who, as Charles said, and of course, Katcho has only very recently joined the faculty, and this will be her this will be her performing debut at the school, um, which is wonderful. We've all. The, all the other performers have performed in various ways and, and one of the nice things about faculty concerts is they offer this possibility of doing both as it were traditional recitals and, mm. and, and the, the kind of more standard format of chamber music but also for, for being able to host occasions such as this that are actually very difficult to do sometimes under external, external kind of concert circumstances as it were.
0: Well, Ronan and Charles, it's been great to talk to you. Thanks so much for um, giving us your time to, to come and do the podcast. Um, and best of luck for the wonderful piano extravaganza on Tuesday, the 5th of May at Milton Court Concert Hall. Um, you can buy your tickets for the concert from Barbican Box Office in person, over the phone or online at gsnd.ac.uk. Thank, Thank you very much.